Hello and welcome back to another episode of Boys Gone Wild. Um, a special episode, sort of. Uh, it's sort of a goodbye. This is going to be the last episode in the shed. This is quite a special shed for me. Uh, it's characterised most of my lockdown. Um, and this is going to, after this, after I stop recording this, I'll have to take down the boys. So this, this episode's not about any specific boy gone wild. The boy gone wild, this today is going to be the shed and it's going to be more of a tribute episode, uh, sort of a series finale. Um, shout out to Billy Idol. I haven't shouted him out. Uh, shout out to my main man, Johan. He appeared in the first episode. I brought him up, implied that he he ate ass. Bach loved eating ass. You can just tell. You can just look at him. He loves it. Don't you, Bach? Ugh, he loves it. Um, and he's sat there quietly since. Um, the madness, the cheeky boys down here. Slade. The whole team, I'm going to have to tear them down after this. Um, (coughs) And I'm going to have a beer in honour of these boys gone wild. Um, But, so my plan was, after this episode, I thought, I'm going to say goodbye to boys gone wild. But, but... Say goodbye to Boys Gone Wild because I think it was it it felt like the reason I did this podcast was to keep both me and you sane, uh, mainly me, uh, by doing a short form, regular daily thing where I talk about topical shit that's not coronavirus was sort of my aim. I don't want to talk about lockdown stuff. Uh, and I wanted to do it regularly, 20 minutes per episode, about A Boy Gone Wild. And at the beginning of lockdown, it really worked really well, um, because it gave me something to do, and it was regular, so people at home with nothing to do could watch it pretty much every day. Um, but it's reaching a stage where there's loads of stuff I want to talk about, and I don't like it being focused with Boys Gone Wild. So... I thought, seeing as I'm moving out of the place, saying goodbye to this shed, it would probably be a good time um, to say goodbye to Boys Gone Wild. But then I spoke to some other comedians and uh, one of my friends was like, what the fuck are you doing, you stupid prick? Who the fuck do you think you are? You've got a good brand. You've got a following. Why the fuck are you renaming it? And um, he's right. So... I'm going to stop doing Boys Gone Wild the same way. It's not going to be just me talking for 20 minutes about a specific Boy Gone Wild. But why the fuck would I change the name, the fucking dummy? Why? What? After all this fucking shit I've done, after this whole rapport we've built, I'm just going to throw it out because I want to change the concept. No fucking way. Of course not. What a dumb thing to do. Boys Gone Wild Generation.
are Boys Gone Wild. Boys Gone Wild Generation. Burning to the night. United by every nation. Woo! I'm not fucking leaving. Feels like that moment from Wolf of Wall Street. Where Leonardo DiCaprio goes, I'm not fucking leaving! I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving! The show goes on! This is my home! They're gonna need a fucking wrecking ball! To take me out of here! I'm not fucking leaving! There's too many b wild boys to give up now. So, that would, it it teaches me for speculating about the future of the podcast when I didn't even know what I was doing. That's a good tip. Don't fucking put your cards on the table. So, yes, I'm, I'm, we're going to keep the name, keep the aesthetic, the style. It's going to be different, though. I'm going to move to a new place, new studio. Um... It's gonna not gonna be tied down by a boy gone wild every week, uh, but we might do some. You know, who knows? There's enough wild fucking boys out there. So, boys gone wild generation, body through the night. But still, but still, it's a it's a sad moment uh, to say goodbye to the shed. Let me show you. If any of you guys are wondering what it looks like, because it looks more manicured on this side of the screen but i'll show you uh i'll give you one good look at the shed this is what i this is what i see um see there's loads of random fucking shit so this is basically my mum wants um the podcast studio back so she can put more shit like that what the fuck is that it was from her. She thought she was a masseuse at one point. So it's just all of my mum's bad life choices that she's given up on go in this room. So apparently she needs that back. Um, and then, there, yeah, the veneer of this, this fucking thing. Underneath it all, it's just some fucking paints. You see? Show business. It's all an illusion. But no... Um, I have found, I don't know about you guys, I have found this second part of lockdown a lot harder. I think, because at the beginning of lockdown, everyone, knowing that everyone was being locked down, it felt so much easier to do this, because it was like, it was all agreed that we were going to do nothing. But now it's kind of half, the world's half opening up again, so you feel that pressure that you should be doing something in a way that you weren't before. Um... So it is just fucking wild. And I think I don't even really talk about my views on coronavirus or anything because it's just boring. But I, I, as awful as it is, there is part of me, if history is anything to go by, there is something, something really good could come from this. Um, get rid of our grandparents, you know. No, I mean, <laughs> no. But, it seems like whenever there's any like crazy radical change, nearly always comes after a major catastrophe. 
but I'm pretty sure we're going to get some shit like flying cars after this or something dank. I've, there's there's going to be some mad dank invention that's made because of Corona. Um, but also I was thinking, it's like our generation, even though I'm, I'm proudly a Zoomer, I'm voice of the Zoomer generation, um, even though I'm an old Zoomer, to make that clear, I'm an old Zoomer. So I was born in 1997 and... The oldest boomer was Zuma was uh, born in 1995. So though I'm technically a Zuma, I still have a lot of a you know I still I'm connected culturally to millennials, um, and I feel when when it's the Zoomers time when when Zoomers rise up because we're it's our generation who are gonna fuck shit up because we the Zoomers have grown up in some of the maddest times. It's us who are going to grow up and start fucking shit up. People must be terrified when the Zoomers. Because you go on TikTok and you might see fucking these dumb kids doing dances. But as soon as, soon as those fuckers go through university, start reading a book and realize just how fucked they've been. Jesus Christ. They're not going to be innocent fucking idiots. They're going to have pitchforks. They're going to be blowing shit up. You think the fucking Black Lives Matter... Uh, looting and protests were bad wait till the zoomers rise up wait till it's our turn and because i'm an old zoomer i'll be leading the charge i'll be i'll be like the elder statesman i'll be like look kids i know we're all zoomers here but i've seen some shit i understand millennials because we're going to be going to war with millennials um millennials who i who i feel bad for i feel bad for millennials because Gen X, boomers, and Zoomers all shit on millennials. For some reason, millennials are just universally everything dumped on millennials. Um, when I, it feels like they've had it, because both millennials and Zoomers, we get told constantly by fucking, not even boomers, Gen X or Gen X and boomers, those you know the post-war generations, get told constantly that. Um, we we don't know how easy we've got it and how ungrateful you are and how narcissistic we are and like how easy it is. I'm fucking. Have you looked at history in the West? There's this sort of bullshit where anyone over fifty sort of assumes that they fought in the war, as if they've been through some crazy hardships. Just because your dad doesn't speak to you doesn't mean that you've grown up with hardship. Like I think our fucking generations, millennials and Zoomers. We've been through so much shit, and it's constantly, constantly being told like, "Oh, you, 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 you don't even know how lucky you are. You have no idea." Back in my day, today's what's fucked. Have you looked outside? Back in my day, oh, you think this is hard? Back in the fucking seventies, no, we don't care. Look, I am the, my earliest memory is seeing nine eleven on TV. That's my earliest memory. 9-11. The 2008 financial crash was my whole teenage. That It took 10 years to recover. We recovered, basically. We basically, arguably, recovered from the financial crash. About, about 20, at the beginning of 2020. And there was a month where you could argue it looked like we were about out of the financial crash. And then coronavirus happened fucking twice as bad as financial crash if not worse so you've had two huge economic crashes a global pandemic trump 
Brexit. You know, you could talk about crazy stuff about how like fucking Watergate and Nixon. There's 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 images of Kanye in the White House. Have you seen the pictures of Kanye sitting on one side of the table, Trump sitting on the other, and Kanye on his phone is showing pictures of flying cars? We're living in the maddest fucking time. So I'm just, I think it's about people, if you fought in the world wars, fair play. If you fought in world one or two, fucking chat shit. Because what would, no, we it's not as hard. Fair play. You guys, you know, that's that was rough. <laughs> that, that's fucking rough. Um, and yeah, sure, we have not had hardships. But people need to, if you're just like, va- if you're like, va- if your back hurts, you start acting like you fought in the war. That shit was ages ago. Your financial crashes aren't as h- hard as ours. Your global pandemics aren't as hard as ours. Your wars aren't as scary as ours. And it's like, oh, you guys are always on your phone. Yeah, we're all mentally ill. We're all miserable and anxious all the time. Because we've fed inventions that you made. Your generation made these fucking things. And now we're addicted to them. And we're anxious and miserable the whole time. Because the thing is, it's not we're glued to our phones. It's that life has been organised by your generation so that we have to always be on our phones. You know? It's all these fucking, I don't know. It's just these like, oh, you're always on your phone. It's like your, it's like people like Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, those Gen Xers who came up with ideas so that we're constantly on our phones. And then we grew up with them and we get the blame for being obsessed with it. And we're all fucking anxious the whole time. It's like, try having a social life without being on your phone constantly. You can't do it because it's been designed so you have to always be on your phone. Half a tinny down me immediately start calling for revolution. But Zoomers rise up. And this is the the new version of the Boys Gone Wild podcast. I'm going to be a revolutionary Zoomer podcast. It's going to be about radicalising the Zoomers. Because it's about time we took over. I've had enough of this shit. I say everyone over 25, we stop listening to their opinions. And 24, 23, pushing it. I'm 23. I'm, I, I'm, I should be the old guy. I'm, I, I think I'm the eldest of people who should be in power these days. I'm like, I should be the village elder who kind of oversees the wise head in the dressing room. I'm saying get the 12-year-olds. Greta Thunberg. Get her fucking involved. Charlie D'Amelio, Addison Ray, these, that's our Mandela. That's our Gandhi. Zoomers, rise up. Black, white, rich, poor, northern, southern, mm-mm, generations. Zoomers, rise up. Now's the time. We've got a pandemic killing off an older, a whole generation. The Gen Xs are looking weak now. Look at the most powerful people in the world. There's like that 150, the 150 billionaires who run everything. They're all fucking boomers and Gen Xs. Let's take it from them. And I think TikTok stars are going to lead it. I think Harry Livingston, think big, work smart. He's going to be, he is the voice of our generation. I keep saying I'm the voice of the generation. I'm not. I'm merely amplifying Harry Livingston's voice. That's going to be 
the motto of our radical revolutionary generation. We will all be under the banner of Think Big Work Smart. You know, the 60s. You had, I had a dream. I have a dream. You had things like that. The long walk to freedom, Mandela. We, the Zoomers, Harry Livingston, think big, work smart. If you want to save 50 quid a year by getting a good Spotify deal, Harry Livingston's your man. Zoomers, rise up. This has just been an episode. I'm not going to, I wasn't doing it on a boy. I'm doing it on the shed. This is in tribute to the shed. Uh, grateful for everyone who's messaged. The, the response to this podcast has been sick. And a lot of, I like, I like the fucking weirdos who watch it. I like the people, because it's nice that I've got friends who are watching this. People who've known me for a long time and they've seen me be really shit. That, that's what, it feels nice to do something that I'm proud of. Uh, because I feel like I've rewarded all the, all of my fr- friends and family who have to put up with so much of my shite. Because I've been, I've been doing this shit for a while now, and it's only recently got even presentable. Um, so that feels good. But what I like most is because I had that went semi-viral on TikTok. I'm just getting random people in. I'm getting fucking thirty-year-old Americans. Welcome. I want you. Fucking, there's a girl who's messaged twice. Love from Turkey. Great. I hope you don't even speak English. And I hope you can just read my lips and just like the vibe. So, yeah. This is to fucking all of those people who found me on TikTok. Um, all of the people who comment. Uh, I, like, I remember something that I liked from one of... Remember when I um, started this podcast and I was doing five a week... I didn't tell anyone. I said I was doing it uh, every day because it was quicker to write in the bio. When Saturday came around, so I just done five weeks. I was exhausted. When Saturday came around and I didn't release an episode, someone commented, Oi, where's the next episode? And I just re- that I, That is what the kind of fans I want. I love fans like that. Demanding, rude, ungrateful, expecting. I love that energy. That's what I want. If you're if you're planning to listen to this podcast, that's the sort of energy I want from this relationship. I want to feel like I'm constantly like I'm not good enough for you. Because what I love about that, oi, where's the next episode? Is that he's clearly really likes the podcast, hence he would be saying it, but he's furious that I haven't released an episode, a sixth episode in six days. I took a day off and he's like, what the fuck's this? It's a fucking game. Release another podcast. So I want you... I want to build an audience of TikTokers, whoever you are, Turkish TikTokers, Chinese, wherever you come from. I hope you don't speak English and I hope you're furious if I don't release an episode every hour. And I want you to be obsessed with this podcast but always angry about how bad it is. That's the sort of energy I like from fans. Obsessed with the content, but also hating it and disrespecting me. And putting me under loads of pressure so it ruins my life. That's the kind of 
going forward, that's the sort of relationship I want to establish. So yeah, I don't know when the next episode is going to come out. Uh, it should be in the next week and a half. And like, if I haven't released it in a week, fucking berate. Where the fuck's the new episode? Prick. I'll enjoy that. Um, and yeah, and a little favour, can you comment down below for me what your favourite episode was from this, uh, all this, these 32 episodes? Because one thing I've found interesting about people who listen to the podcast is um, that whenever I've asked friends or even comments, people who said what their favourite episode is, it's so varied. You know, I like that some people really don't like episodes that other people love. I'll do an episode that I'm embarrassed to release. I'm genuinely like, like when I was doing every weekday, I was doing five a week. Sometimes the fourth or fifth one, I was flat on my feet. I was running out of creativity. I'd release it. I was like, that's terrible. I want to move on. And then some idiot would be like, that's my favorite episode. And I immediately lost respect for them. because I was like, that was trash. But it's interesting. So let me know what you like the most so I can know going forward with the podcast what works and what doesn't um but i guess i guess it's time to say goodbye to the boys i'll be back in a different place but goodbye to the sheds and genuinely thanks for your support i'll hopefully see you in a couple of weeks Perfect.